screwdriver. Make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time. Bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Hall, joined alongside, of course, my two co-hosts, Jacob Smith, Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing. This is episode six, and we titled this one, It's All Jacob's Fault, and uh, we'll explain that later. But uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for getting on. How was, how was your weekend? Oh, mine was slightly uneventful. I pretty much slept all day Saturday. I needed to catch up on those Zs a little bit, <laughs> but uh, didn't mind that at all, and then took the puppies out yesterday What's that <laughs> not, no that was my wife <laughs> she stayed up a little bit on a girls night friday night so there you go give a shout out to the wife yeah i know got a shout out to her letting me go down and uh like it title says all jacob's fault so we'll yeah. talk about that on why but uh took the puppies out for their first time swimming at the lake and they did pretty good i was a little proud but they uh definitely need to uh go out more let's just say that <laughs> Oh man, where do I start with my weekend? It's kind <laughs> of a disaster. Jake knows all about this. I ended up calling yes, him. Yes, I do. Here. But uh, we went out. We were we attempted to go camping on Friday. You think camping? You're like, how hard could that be? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> so Friday night we left. We went out to uh, Eleven Mile Reservoir. Love that lake. Been going there ever since I was a little kid. Great fishing. So uh, last year we ended up going there. So we we're like, screw it. We're gonna go back there again this year. So we rented a couple spots, uh, myself, my girlfriend, and my all our kids and my parents, we all went in there. Um, showed up Friday night. It was pouring rain. So I had to set up the tent, the pouring rain. Not only was it pouring rain, the mosquitoes were absolutely god-awful. My dad got destroyed. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend got destroyed. Looked like they went there with the chicken pox. Yikes. <laughs> and then, uh, so went to bed. Rained pretty much till about 2 a.m. Got up was like okay i woke up about 6 a.m i was like let's get after it we're here to fish let's do it got up did some fishing it was it was overcast a little bit spitting rain here and there caught a fish so it wasn't complete skunk i was proud about that <laughs> and then went up to go to do lunch and girlfriend goes well let's just make pbj's sweet i'm down for pbj's i like peanut butter and jelly let's do this so went in the cooler no jelly i'm like <laughs> okay so I was like, well, we don't have any jelly. She goes, okay, we'll grab the cheese. I'm like, we ain't got no cheese. <laughs> She's like, please tell me the chicken's in there. I'm like, no chicken. And my fuse my French. Okay, what do we do now? Well, we got no food. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Isn't that the most important thing that you should pack uh, besides like your kids? Beer. Yeah. <laughs> and beer? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and we forgot that too. Oh, so horrible weekend. here I am. No beer, no chicken no snacks no nothing so at Yikes. that point yeah and then uh poor uh poor ashley she got bit on her hand and her hand swelled up to about the size of a pumpkin mm. so between the mosquito bites the weather and no food we were like screw it we're going home get in the truck kids we're going home nice. so we tore down camp and at that moment that's when i realized at 35 years old i'm done temp camping i'm buying oh, yeah. me a damn trailer and there we're going go. we're going glamping from here on out <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that no. I want to I want to step in here if I may because I don't know you know we're all god fearing guys here uh this might be a sign that you should have came down with your brother and I to get the race car that is true hey spoiler don't be giving alert. it away here spoiler alert. Oh, spo oh, yeah, oh yeah well I'm just saying 
I know. No, I'm not I, saying, but I'm just saying. It's true. <laughs> my my deeper inner Jordan was yelling at me, don't go. Don't go. go. We race had way car, more fun. Camping, yeah, we had way more fun. Car. I was exhausted, but <laughs> uh, I know. I'd been I love fishing and though, you know me. I love yeah. hunting and fishing and all that stuff. So getting out into the great outdoors and just where it's nice and quiet, minus the kids screaming in the background, he's got my toy. <laughs> minus that part. You know, it's very nice and peaceful. Yeah. No, so, I, I I hate that happened to you. Well, hopefully we can bring you uh, joy by recording a podcast tonight. Make yes, it better. Yes, well, we got to ask, Brandon, since you told us you were going to uh, Cheyenne Frontier Days. How was your weekend? Oh, man. Uh, it was great. I had a little bit. I guess I won't go into all of it, but we got up there Saturday and basically just hung out um, at the B&B. We went to the actually we went to the rodeo. Always a good time, of course. Then Saturday, the a majority of the crew went to Thomas Rhett, and I can't remember who opened for him, but I'm just not a huge fan of his. Uh, so I went to the Outlaw, which is a big bar that everybody get, goes to after every night, and Chancey Williams and the Younger Brother Band and this Curtis something band. I can't remember. He's really good, too. He's from Wyoming. But they were all playing at the Outlaw for free, and it was a great time. So they got done with Thomas Rhett, met us over there, and we just partied until 3 nice. a.m., and they put on a hell of a show there. And then uh, yesterday, we just uh, obviously were hung down quite a bit all day. And uh, <laughs> Hung down uh, or hung over? Uh, hung down, all of it. <laughs> hung over, hung down. Uh, and mom, you know, the good cook she is, she made us a uh, French toast casserole for oh, breakfast. Oh. Yeah, it was killer. Where so, was the invite? I know, I know. Well, well hey, maybe uh, maybe we can on your maybe birthday weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we did that, and then we went to the park, and uh, the girls rode a few rides, and then um, Cody Johnson last night. And oh my gosh, if you guys get the opportunity to go watch that man, I mean, it was bucket list. Oh, that is a bucket list for me. Hundred percent. And it's not just it's not just his music, but it's his show. his show. He is yeah. so enthusiastic. He basically came from nothing, as you guys know, and and he's made it. And oh. he's so patriotic, which I love to see and, and hear uh, and kind of just stands up for what we should believe in, in my opinion. So it was great. Had a phenomenal time. Awesome. Um, had to drive home this morning and work all day. And it was not the funnest day of work, but <laughs> we're here. And um, I got my voice back for the podcast. So was well, good. that's good. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, glad everybody, I guess, is here for the podcast, like I said, and we'll, we'll get into it a little bit and glad everybody had a, a decent weekend minus the, the crazy time that George had, but yeah, uh, sure. I'll hand it off. <laughs> I'll hand it off to you, Jacob. Sounds like we got another uh, shout out, listener spotlight for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, got to thank everybody, of course, uh, for listening to our podcast every week. You know, we uh, try to bring up some local uh, racing and some topics and talk uh, talk about anything racing with you guys. But we love when people shout out to us and and kind of give us kind words and give us that shout out that we're doing well and it's cool to have some local colorado racing podcasts around here so our shout out this week is to the older brother of the flag guy that we had on our first interview mr mark brancap his older brother scott he is the uh infield crew at cns uh he sent us a message uh what was that last week or something like that that uh, i think it was tuesday yeah yeah tuesday that uh he doesn't listen to a whole lot of podcasts, but since we started this, he's been listening every week and uh, is loving it. So we love those shout outs. Keep them coming. But Scott Brumkamp, thank you so much for that shout out. And uh, 
yes, from your message, you want to get on here. We will get you on here one of these days Absolutely. and uh, kind of get a little more insight on the inside crew and what they do and what you see. So again, Scott, thank you, buddy. Keep listening and keep shouting us out. Yeah, I'm going to follow that up. The same thing, man, Scott. Uh, great to hear uh, you sending those messages over. We love hearing from our fans and love hearing from people just like yourself um, that we're doing at least a halfway decent job and keeping you guys entertained. So uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, we truly appreciate it. Um, you know, just like anything else, any other podcast and any other entertainment, you know, please share, like us, you know, get the word, help us get the word out there. We're trying to, uh, you know, really help you guys and spread the word and show, show a little bit of highlights of uh, Colorado racing and what you guys have to offer. Cause you guys put on a hell of a show every week and we're, just glad that we can at least take an hour out of your time and chit chat about it. So Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I, we're getting, we're starting to get more and more messages and likes and followers and stuff like that. We, again, we can't thank you enough because if you guys don't listen to the podcast and we're just wasting our time and, and I quickly have realized, and I'm sure you guys have too, but there's so much time and effort that goes into making a good podcast. We don't just want to get up here and ramble on and give you bad content so we do appreciate when you guys tell us we're doing a good job and even if they're you tell us we're doing a bad job it's constructive and and we'll fix it and we'll try to be better so uh scott thank you so much and like jake said we have a couple more guests uh lined up here in the in the near future but we'll definitely get you on here in a couple weeks and uh be a, be a good episode just like your brothers was so thanks scott Bremcat. All right. So after that, let's go ahead and get into what should be the NASCAR weekend recap. But due to the Olympics for the next two weeks, or I guess we got a week left now, uh, NASCAR took it off. So no racing in the NASCAR circuit. But we are going to kind of spotlight on some uh, Olympic stuff because it is is important. We're not taken away from that. And, you know, we're all tried and true Americans and we want to we want to you know be screaming go America. So have a little conversation here. I'll start off with you, Jake. Uh, what Olympic sport or event are you looking forward to watching the most? I got to start off by saying America. I love saying <laughs> that America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's funny when I go to like Subway and stuff, and they ask you for cheese. I don't say American cheese. I say American cheese. There you go. I love saying that. It's on their secret menu. <laughs> it is. It's a special cheese, let me tell you. <laughs> um, no, but uh, in all seriousness, uh, I love the Olympics. Uh, you know, it's it's been going on for ages and ages, and it's so cool to see just the amount of talent people have with all the different sports that the Olympics offer. And, you know, it keeps growing, it seems like, every year. And adding new sports and, uh, you know, getting more people in sports and just fans involved in general. But I would say the one sport, I'm not a huge summer Olympic guy. I don't know why I just am not, there's not a ton of sports that I am like into, but the pretty much the one sport I am into with uh, the summer Olympics is golf. I a huge golfer. love watching golf. I know people will probably be like, Oh, it's the most boring sport to watch. But for me, when you actually play it and you you watch these guys with the shots they do and the shaping of the shots and just athletes they're athletes yeah exactly I and mean, they work out just as hard as any other sport athlete and you know got to get their body in shape and i mean shoot average joe going out on the golf course nine times out of ten you end up missing the ball these guys are like oh i'm gonna a brandon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly well we'll get you on the golf course and we'll we'll see how true that is but well it's bad you, <laughs> but uh to have a guy go out and be like mm, i'm gonna aim at this tree i'm gonna draw it left 40 yards and i'm gonna put it about pin high and then boom it's it actually almost hits the pin it's just like oh my god how'd you do that but 
you know, golf for me is pretty exciting. Uh, Jordan, I'm sure would say the same. Yep. You know, I like to follow the Summer Olympics. You know, I am an American. I love to see our uh, athletes compete and, and try and succeed and obviously win as many gold medal medals as possible. But I'm not a huge basketball guy, but I follow them. You know, swimming, my wife always says, well, your hands are so big and your feet are so big. Why don't you ever swim? Well, it's like somebody trying to escape a shark in the ocean. And it's, it's, it's a tidal wave going down the pool. And um, you've got to be aerodynamic and smooth. I am not aerodynamic and smooth <laughs> whatsoever. So, in the race car, you are. In the race car, I'm getting there. You know, it's getting there. But in the pool, not so a much. A little bit surely. A little bit surely. But I'm more of a Winter Olympic guy. I love watching ski, all the skiing and snowboarding events and hockey. Got to love mm -hmm. hockey. That's my sport. But, you know, no disrespect any all the other sports you know i i love america so i i want everybody to uh compete their butts off and go for the gold but uh yeah golf is my sport all right well i'll uh i'll kick off here and say i'm i mean i'm everything jake just said i mean him and i both we we play golf quite frequently uh probably me more than he does uh, especially this there. year oh especially this year because <laughs> race cars yeah, yeah not, takes I'm a little not, time I'm not actually driving this year, so I got to spend a little bit more time on the golf course and fine-tune my uh, my game a little bit. Um, I mean, I, I'm not a bad golfer, but yeah, golf is definitely my forte uh, when it comes to the Winter, the winter Olympics, duh, uh, <laughs> the Summer Olympics. Just to, again, just like what Jake was just talking about, you know, to see these guys compete, you see them every week, you know, in, and I know their names, you know, because I watch the PGA Tour events and stuff like this, so you know... 90% of the guys that are out there competing for all their different countries. And it's, and it's a cool event to see them competing on a different level and yeah, girls. Which, yeah. And the ladies, I mean, yeah. even the ladies, I watched the ladies PGA too. Um, my girlfriend, she's into, into golf. And then my, all of our kids are into it too. So, but, but outside of golf, I would say that swimming's probably up there for me as well. I like watching the swimming events. Cause I know that's usually in the first week. Um, they get all the swimming done and then they head to the track and field. The swimming is, is remarkable to me. Like those, those people, what they can do in the water. And uh, like, I, I go swim with my kids and I go under, I hold my breath for five seconds and I come up <laughs> <laughs> like I'm yeah. dying. So for them to do that and, and the athleticism and the stamina and, and whatnot that they have to put their bodies through, I mean, it's pretty remarkable. Oh, that fi I watched a little bit of the 1500 meter today during lunch. It was just like, oh, my God, I, I would die after like two laps, yeah. let alone however many meters. laps. I did yeah. 100 meters and I'm like, <laughs> okay, get me out of the pool and get me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm done. So, yeah. yeah, so that that's that would say those probably those two events are probably the, the biggest ones for me. I know a lot of Americans out there, you know, a lot of the mainstream people, they love basketball. You know, I don't like you look at turn on ESPN and that's pretty much what the highlight is of basketball. But I don't know. I, I can't get into the, you know, basketball is not what it used to be back in the 70s and 80s and whatnot. You know, you got all these prima donnas now. Mm -hmm. the, the guys, they get the wind blows on them and they think they broke their arm. <laughs> so... Yeah. So that, but those, those two, probably the biggest highlights for me is, is yeah. Swimming and, and definitely golf 100%. What, what's your opinion on it, Brandon? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've come to love, well, I've come to more enjoy golf and understand it more. I, a little bit, I, I took it as a PE credit in um, college and it Wait, absolutely, that ruined. was, that's a thing. Yeah. Where well, was I? Guess, I, I, I guess in Cheyenne. It was. 
That's uh, even more remarkable. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. It was I didn't know there were so many rules and so much etiquette to the game of golf. And oh, yeah. the, our instructor made us walk everywhere. And when you're slicing and shanking and whatever all these terms are, when for me and you have to go in the woods to get your ball, it, it turned real not fun real quick. <laughs> so I don't know. And so I've been actual golfing twice. And I mean, it's it's great when you're out there. Um, it's just frustrating for me because I don't do it enough. So it's just like I had like two weekends ago or whatever, when I was in Crested Butte, we uh, went to the course there in Gunnison and I had one good drive the whole day and everything else we won't talk about. I mean, that's just, <laughs> like, that's how it goes. But, uh, yeah, but no golf's great. Um, I'm more on the side of track and field because other than football and, you know, racing or whatever in high school, that's what I did was track and field. And the, I mean, they're just incredible that all the, all these people, like we said, are athletes at the Olympics or in any of these professional sports for that matter. But when you guys, when you see like, like Usain Bolt and all these guys oh, running yeah. that fast, it's yeah. just incredible. And, uh, the hurdles for me, that's what I did, believe it or not. And, uh, I loved it. And then it just got to the point where I guess, I don't know, my legs stopped getting longer and everybody else around me, they kept getting bigger. And I was, uh, there's a, a technique in, in like, especially the, the hundred meter meter hurdles, which are normally taller than like say the 400 or 800, whatever it is, but, and it's called three stepping. So once you cross over that hurdle, it's one, two, three, and then you're in the air again. And I always had to five step it because if you misplace your foot in a three step by an inch, you're going on your face. And I happened in practice so many times and I just, so anyway, I got out of it and just I was concentrated. Gonna say, so you're the ones that we see on YouTube. All yes. The time? Oh okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would probably just run through all the hurdles and get disqualified. So yeah, yeah. there, I mean, and, and, and there's not a, a hurdler, whether it's professional or amateur or high school, whatever, that's never crashed. It's just part oh, of it, sure. but it hurts so bad. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make a living doing this. So I'm just going to watch from afar. So that's kind of what I like the track and field stuff. Again, all of it's great. And I'll say uh, Sunday, like I was saying at, at mom's house with the breakfast, we were watching, I don't even know what it was called. It was like extreme kayaking and they have to like, it's in oh, a, yeah. a, a, a cell or a man-made wave. Oh yeah. Thing. They had highlights of that today. That's yeah. Crazy. I'm like the upper body strength of those men. I don't know oh, if the God. women do it too, but men and women, whoever knows. But I was like, wow, that who, like, wh who do, who comes up with these sports? Like, hey, I bet you I can get down this river faster. Than, like, I don't know, but it's great and it's cool to see. And it's so, not like that current was like slow. I mean, it's no. coming at you. Yeah, that was wild to see. So, yeah, all these cool sports, but I'd have to, I have to tip my hat to uh, track and field because uh, it's incredible what those guys do. So, well, and to kind of touch that just last thing, the cool thing about the Olympics, though, is that it's every four years. You know, it's right. not it's not yeah. every year, you know, so it, you kind of get hyped up for it. And they do yeah. a pretty good job, I think, you know, national media wise of, of you know, integrating the, the athletes into the commercials and stuff like that to kind of get get the American hype up and whatnot. So that 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 part, I think, is what also is a little bit more exciting for me is because, yeah, like some of these sports, I've, I've never watched that ever. Right. You know, on just if it was on ESPN one day, I'm like, ah, I'm good. I'm gonna. Four hours watching watch. racing, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, well, there's a race on instead. Screw that. I'm not gonna watch that. So yeah, I I, I tend to uh, like it a little bit more that it's a little bit separated out and it makes it a little bit more eventful. Right on. Well, yeah. Uh, tune in. Uh, their viewership, I think, ratings and stuff, all that matters. So go watch America, Team America, and root for everybody. And Do you have freight you need moved? 
Do you own a trucking company and want to join a premier partner? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then go check out our friends at Headwall Logistics. Headwall Logistics offers contract freight, flatbed and hotshot trucking, expedited services, and so much more. Dave and Steve Peak are your guys in the logistics business and will take care of you by treating you like family, not just a customer. Contact them today by calling 719-789-1379. Again, that's 719-789-1379 and tell them the Scrub and Tires podcast sent you. We're going to get into our, our next segment here, which is, I like to sing, uh, our, our Olympics. So, Jordan, what you got for us? Oh, this is something a little bit exciting, and I think some of our listeners have been waiting for us to uh, kind of touch on a little bit. So we're going to talk a little bit about the platform called iRacing. All three of us have obviously been a part of this. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't say game because some people get offended by that. So we're going to say simulator. Uh, so And how it's kind of come about um, for some of those people who've never really looked into it much, but I'm sure people have, um, you know, about 10 years ago, what was it, the they started up this platform and it's a form of racing online. So you, you know, you get your cars and whatnot, and then you race on your computer and all of us have kind of delved into that a little bit over the recent years. And so with that, I was going to ask you guys the question, what is your favorite series and or car to run in and who is the toughest CNS driver to race against in the simulator or any memorable like battles that you've had with some of these guys? Let's just say choose our battles wisely here, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Don't piss anybody off. <laughs> Jake Bob, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't start really getting into this myself until what, the middle of last year or something like that. Uh, kind of when George, when you got started in it a few years back, we, I just ran your simulator a little bit and kind of did some racing here and there and stayed up till what, 1 o'clock in the morning doing it. So uh, now that I have there's my beer involved, too. There was beer involved. Uh, <laughs> if you lost, you had a chug of beer. So if I was going to say it's the only legal way that you can drink and drive. Right? Exactly. True. exactly. And you don't lose your license. Exactly. exactly. And you don't end up wrecking your own car. So exactly. it's even better. Um, but I'd have to say my favorite series to run right now is, I mean, our, our mile high misfits one, that one's always fun. Uh, I love racing against all those guys and you know, they, they change it up here and there. They, they change the, you know, car, the track. So it's not just, you know, one car that you're getting used to. And, and a couple people, you know, may end up being better than others. And it's just never fun. It's, it's always good. Cause you, you wait until like two minutes before you're really t- supposed to start. And it's like, Oh, we're racing the SK modifieds at like Phoenix or uh, like that one time they did the sprint cars at, uh, was it USA international or whatever it was. So it's, it's a good variation. And it was, it's fun. They usually get a good amount of people to uh, race in it every week. So that's always fun. But my favorite car to run in iRacing, uh, I technically have two because this is the only two I really race and am somewhat good at are the super late models and legend cars. Cause those cars, you gotta be smooth. You gotta hit your points uh, every lap and it makes you a better driver. And I race a little bit of dirt, not a ton. Um, I usually run the 306s or 305s or whatever they are in the 360s. Uh, I feel like I have a better handle on those. The 410s are just crazy with the horsepower. So they're so fun, though. Yeah, they're fun, <laughs> but it's not very fun when every time you smoke the wall, 
And then all of a sudden you're flipping into the stands and you're like, well, there goes my day. Two laps in. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, and then the second question there with the toughest CNS driver, I would have to say Kyle Morser. You know, technically he's not a CNS driver, but he's out there every week as a track official. Uh, Wee Man, Mark Bremkamp, those guys seem to know what they're doing on the iRacing and they, they're up there uh, in the top three pretty much every weekend. And then Jordan as well. Uh, he's always tough to race against. I mean, what you have? What four or five hundred starts under your belt, George? Oh, I I don't even know, honestly. I I haven't looked. Yeah, at he him. only counts the wins. He <laughs> <doesn't>. <laughs> he's right. I mean, Which still probably got like two hundred of those too. Sheesh. Uh, no, not two hundred. I do. I think I have hit the hundred mark though. Golly. I, well, I think. I, I, I'd you have, have as many. Deck. You have as many wins as I have starts in iRacing, so I mean, <laughs> come on. But uh, technically, Jord's not a driver, so no, counts. it counts, but doesn't count. But maybe one day, I don't know. Hey, we'll see. But let's just put it this way, okay? You have Kyle Busch, then me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, if you want to put your name there with him, but oh, I would. Jordan Smith is of... a better driver than Kyle Busch. <laughs> <laughs> well. well We'll see how that actually translates into an actual race car one day, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, um, and then the memorable battles shoot half the time I ran in the back anyway. So it was just <laughs> me and whoever was in the back there. Uh, but I would have to say if I ended up not finishing a race and ended up just watching the rest of the race, one of the most memorable ones is, uh, George was racing in the SK modifieds and uh oh, <laughs> you knew this was coming um he was pretty much battling with i think kyle morse uh yep. yeah mark Bremkamp, those guys and i think you were you started kind of mid-pack with like a few laps to go and you gambled and didn't uh pit you know pit for fuel and got up to the front pretty quickly battled his way was very clean and then with like a half a lap going down the back straightaway at phoenix you just saw him slow up and you're like uh-oh yep. Ran out of gas, and yep, sure enough, and ended up losing that. So tough one yep. for him to take, lose it that been my way. But win there in that series too. That's true. Maybe you know, if you just would have been a little smarter on your uh, management. Well, that's not the only time that's happened. <laughs> I know. That's I'm like notorious handful. in that racing series for running out of fuel. They're like, oh no, just wait. He'll lose it on the last one. <laughs> Sometimes you got to risk it to get the biscuits. So right. I, yeah. I don't fault you. <laughs> exactly. But uh, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, Brandon, what you got? Yeah, I'm uh, much like you. I got into the um, iRacing service when I lived in Charlotte, actually, obviously, because racing is just everywhere around you. So I was like, I'm going to do it. And I started off on a laptop. I had to go up, update the uh, or get a better uh, the memory to upgrade that to run it. And iRacing was still flashing at me. You know, when you first download it, it says, hey, your computer's not up to par. I'm like, screw it. We're going to do it anyway. Um, but that's how I kind of got started. And I literally, you guys probably won't find this surprising at all, but I literally just jumped in the legend car the first time. Um, that was all I did for a long time. I didn't even try any other cars or anything. I just hopped straight into the legends car and, and went on from there and got pretty serious into it. And then when we started all racing go-karts together, I kind of slowed down, I guess, right before we started racing go-karts. And then once we started racing, it's like a, disease it really is racing oh, it really is. Disease. It's a uh, <laughs> and so obviously i i started it back up got a lot into it again and um then now obviously went all out and bought all the fanatech and the whole nine yards so 
definitely into it um, again now more than ever, I would say. And uh, like I was telling you on Friday, uh, Jake, the, the itch to rage, race for me has never been more present in my life before. And I, again, I blame you. But so I, I don't know the the tracks, the cars, they're all great. I love iRacing. It's um, it's it's hard, like you said at the beginning of the segment, Jordan, to explain to people it's not a video game because it's not Xbox is a video game. This is a whole different deal, but you know we don't get into all that. What people's opinions are, video game or not, but I love it. Um, so I'd have to say, hands down, Legend Car is my favorite. I've just, I don't know. I feel like I got a feel for them now, and they're so simple, for better for worse, to set up. And um, I'm not saying I'm good at setups by any means, but um, it, they're they're just such a fun car. And the fact that you can't really bang and beat on each other, like a, a pure stock or something like that. Yeah it makes you have to race so much cleaner and so much harder because yep. you can't, you can't get into each other. Cause if you do, you're going to go spinning and fenders are flying off and it's just a whole mess. Or so flip down the front straight away. Yeah. Those things. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in the game and, or not, excuse me, not the game, the simulator, they, they'd like to flip a lot. And thankfully I don't think that's the case in real life, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to smoke the wall and go flipping up into the stands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an actual exactly. legend card, but exactly. Thankfully, thankfully <laughs> people would think it's fake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, and the thing about the legend cars is everyone uh, is like, oh, you know, are they they're not the fastest cars out there. Absolutely not. But they get up and go. I mean, they haul ass. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's plenty for me. I mean, I, I love it. But um, so the I guess the the second part to that question there, the, the series, my favorite series to run in and you guys, I have to thank you guys and, and Kyle Morse for uh, inviting me to join the IRMLRA. I think that's the first time I've ever said it first try. That's pretty clean. <laughs> and uh, I did join the Mile High Misfits, but I just never uh, was able to run a race uh, just because I was like so new to everything. But anyways, the uh, that league, everybody really, it seems like from CNS is in that league and it's just badass. I mean, it's just such a fun time every wednesday you look forward to it or i did every week just looking forward to wednesday night when we run and beehive media with robbie i mean it was just insane uh so i that's that's the the league or series that i enjoyed the most the only ever series i've ever been in and hopefully they invite me back for another season but uh so I put this note in here because it's funny uh, to me because you can go out there and race against anybody else online and win or do good. And you're like, oh, I'm, I got it. I'm, I'm doing good. And then you get in there with all these guys from CNS and, and Jordan, like you, Jake, and everybody. And you're just a half second to a second slower every damn lap. And you're like, what the? Like, <laughs> it's just it's it's humbling. That's what it is. So oh, yeah. when you when you start getting in there with people that no race cars and no setups and just know how to drive it's it's incredible and like i i think my best finish ever this last season in the i r l m l r a dang it messed it up um <laughs> was fifth place and i thought that was a win i was like hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. i had to, i had to dodge a bunch of wrecks and whatnot to to get there but uh that was uh, fun and like at the end of those races i'm sweating like it is oh yeah a oh, damn so workout chill. yeah it's it's all there but uh no very fun league though Great people, um, all the Tranthams, you know, Wee Man, Kyle Morse, everybody in there does a, a great a great job with that. And like I said, hopefully they invite me back. I, I look forward to it. But the uh, last part there, most memorable battle, like you said, Jake, I uh, tend to run towards the back because I'm not the best eye racer or whatever, but getting there. But uh, Delray Trantham and, and Kyle Quintral uh, were, always, were always there, I guess, around each other um, for whatever reason. Um, and we're always battling. We always keep it clean, which is cool. So I'm always battling with those guys for, for whatever reason. 
there in the mid pack, back of the pack, whatever it is. So we're always we're always beating beating fenders in with each other, but keeping it clean. And then uh, I noted in here that there was a couple times that uh, Daryl J Stewart um, got got behind me a few times uh, due to a spin or a caution or whatever happened. And uh, let's just say when he's behind you or me, I guess speaking for myself, when he's behind you, you're not paying attention to what's in front of you because you're paying attention in your mirror, your mirror driving because that kid is so fast. And so it's like, he's got 50 extra horsepower or something. I don't know. He can just pull you on the straight dive into the corner deeper than you can. And it's just like, Oh God, like, all right, let me just move over a little bit. So uh, I do remember that from last season and it's just like, it's incredible. Some of these drivers, local drivers that we have. So, yeah, I uh, I love it, and uh, glad we did this segment because, like like we all do, we spend a lot of time doing podcasts and, and iRacing. So you know, sh and uh, another shout out to Kyle Morse. That guy is a setup genius, and especially in the legend card. Like, damn, I, he shared one of those setups with me, and I swear I I gained a second lap. I was like, what in the hell? But you know, so shout out Kyle Morse and uh, all those guys. I'll uh, I'll shut up and give it to Jordan now because he uh, definitely is the iRacing king of all three of us. So what do you got, Jordan? <laughs> I don't know if I could hold that label. There's a few guys out there that are just like, I sit back in awe and just like how I'm running my ass off and you're smoking me. Like I don't, and I've gotten to a point now where I kind of, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a guru when it comes to setups either. Like I know enough to just be dangerous and help myself get a little bit faster, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, we could spend a whole hour here talking mm -hmm. about iRacing. I, I joined... Oh, it was like April of 2017 or something like that. It's same thing. Like growing up, I was on, you know, the original NASCAR games. Uh, that's when they were actually pretty much games. Uh, NASCAR racing, NASCAR racing 2003. And when Papyrus went away and they started this, I, I pretty much didn't, I, I stopped racing online. And then it wasn't until, and I can thank Jake for this. Uh, he was living in his apartment with his girlfriend well, and his now wife. And he had got uh, NASCAR heat for the Xbox 360. Oh, and that's right. That, that moment on, I was like, I got to get back into this. I realized <laughs> how much I missed it. See, again, it's always Jake's fault. Always Jake's fault. <laughs> the title of this podcast. <laughs> so from then, I, I went and same thing. I had like an old crappy laptop that I first started off on. I had went and purchased like a, just a $40 steering wheel and pedals mm -hmm. and just got going just to get a feel for it and i set it up in my garage and then i would only play i would only get jump on like after my kids went down to sleep and then everybody would be passed out and it'd be like 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night i'm like okay i'm gonna sneak downstairs and i'm gonna go <laughs> do some racing so ever since then i've been i i got the drug i was hooked um mm -hmm. and I, I got to a point now where yeah i pretty much have every not every car and track but uh for the most part um for all the circle track, mm, that's oval questionable. Track. The, the, I, for the oval I, stuff, I've have every track in. Every I was gonna say, right. uh, that's questionable. But, well, say if, if, there's the road course stuff, and I just don't do. Yeah, I'm stuff. talking circle track. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean that's our theme, but I've delved into the the road course stuff here and there, and I'm just not good at it. Like it's that's a whole different ball game. Like you could look at somebody like Jimmy Johnson, amazing one of the best of all time and looking at him in an indie car yeah. just like garbage that's mm -hmm. me in a nutshell i could do really good in a circle track but you put me in one of those mazdas or whatever and pfft, like I, <laughs> no way i suck so i would say after driving pretty much everything on that platform 
the most fun cars for me are the ARCA cars. And they're because they're the old, you know, basically they're the old cup cars just with a, you know, a little less horsepower. And the, and the cool thing about them is, is setup wise, they're a little bit more simplistic. They're not as crazy as, you know, the cup cars and the, and the Xfinity cars and then even the trucks. Uh, but the, the tracks that they, they run for that series, um, you can go anywhere from South Boston to Daytona. You know, so it's it's really cool to kind of see one one week you'll pop up and you'll see that they're running Iowa, and you're like, oh hell yeah, that'll that'll be a lot of fun. That's probably my favorite my favorite car in series in series to run is uh, is the Arca series and the Arca cars on 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 I racing. It's a lot of fun for me. I've done I, I do really well in that series. You really have to pay attention because the way they have those set up is you run like 40 laps and that's it. So they they don't even have yellows so you you got to really think and really got to be smooth and take care of your tires and everything so it really kind of grooms you as a driver in that series to really know how to take care of your car and and they're all fixed setups so it's just you versus who's got the most talent and that's kind of the fun part about it is you know one guy might you go into these other series and one guy might have a really good setup and then he smokes you by four or five seconds because you just don't, you don't know the car versus this, you know, it's fixed. It's, you just got to learn how to drive, take care of your tires and all that jazz. So that's kind of the, the big thing for me with those. And that's probably the most fun that I've had so far on there is with the Arca cars. And then last year, looking at some of the favorite drivers that I've got to compete against, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to run up front a lot of the time in the IRMLRA. I smoothed that one out. Nice. <laughs> I give myself a pat on the back <laughs> and the mile high misfits. Um, yeah, I joined right at the beginning of COVID. Um, cause there was nothing else to do. We weren't, we weren't racing at the time and you know, everybody else was same thing. So they all jumped on there and I saw a post about it and I'm like, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to get on and just see how I do. And, you know, started running up front and racing against guys like Mark Bremkamp and Kyle Morse. And, um, oh, I, I'll, there's one more name, Greg Dryling. He's always up there in front. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, but the, the biggest one that I've always had fun competing against, and he gets on there every once in a while, uh, is Jace Hansen, actually. Yes. He is so good on the platform and in real racing, obviously everybody, everybody kind of knows who Jace is. I always had some really good battles with him, uh, in the super stocks and trucks. I mean, you name it, uh, any kind of race that he was ever in him and I were always trading paint, so to speak, <laughs> but we always drove each other pretty clean. I, for all I, I always felt. And then if I screwed up, I was always first one to get on the horn. Hey, sorry, man. I came out of that corner, super loose tagged you. And, and he's always been a cool dude to just go, you know, no big deal, whatever. So, um, but Mark Bremkamp, he's always been a fun competitor to uh, race against too. He's always up front. Always. Um, I, I remember a race at the, we were running the trucks at Lucas Oil and I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I ended up like getting way out in front. But for like the first 20 laps of that race, I could not pass that man for the life of me. <laughs> I was, I was just getting so frustrated behind him and he knew I was faster and he knew I was trying to get below him and get by him, but he just, he just give you a little bit of room, but enough to just kind of make you feel like, nah, it's not going to work. <laughs> so 
uh, but big shout out to those two because they are uh, they're very good competitors on that platform. I love iRacing. That's kind of become my my form of driving. Um, I let you, Jake, you know, take care of the the real racing and whatnot. You've always given me hell. Like, just get a real race car. It's like, well, I've spent about three thousand dollars on this setup, so <laughs> technically, I am. Feel your pain, brother. I know, but it's worth it to me. You know, it, it's it's my form. I can go downstairs whenever I want, jump on, do a race, go back upstairs, drink beer, and I'm done. <laughs> well, and with the go karts, when we started them out again, that was my fault. Yep. So. 100 yep. percent. That, that was all you that you you started running those things and i'm like uh, i got the itch i'm gonna do it okay i'm gonna do it and we can talk about that um which i think we'll get into at some point uh during this uh this series of podcasts we'll talk about the uh, flat track series and whatnot and give yeah. it a little shout out but uh speaking of jace hansen did you all see him compete in the uh, southwest blizzard series at five flags i did yeah he he did well, well too. Yeah, he. he I think really he well. started one of the races. Uh, I think the Sunday race on the pole, and uh, looks like he ended up being seventh. But I mean, a lot of them drivers aren't slouch drivers. They're the say. best out there, and he was competing his butt off, and that's awesome to see. What's that one dude? Uh, I forget who won it, but there's uh, one guy out there. He runs the Spears Modified Tour, and then he does this tour as well for the late models. Uh, I think it's Jeremy Doss. Oh yeah, that yeah. seventy-five red Just, car. Yep. And I mean, he did really, he started 24th, I think it was in the heat, and then it was worked his way up, um, qualified for the main. Yeah, he drew the pole, and he, I watched the highlights of the race, and I mean, he was doing really well. I was really proud of him. I mean, yeah. for him to go out there at that at that track and, uh, and compete the way he did, I mean, huge shout out to him if he's listening. Hopefully he is. Um, great job. Great job last week. All right. Well, uh, that was a good little segment, boys been long overdue to talk about iRacing, especially uh, how we got into it and uh, what we like. And especially the, uh, like you said, all three of us, the local series that we race in, the uh, I-R-M-L-R-A. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! First time doing that. And the Mahai Fist Misfits. So all those people, uh, especially like you said, the Beehive Media, shout out to those people. For John's the Panic. We got yep, it. John's the Panic. Yep, you guys for putting on that platform for us and letting us race all against each other and doing that every week. So shout out to you guys. Looking forward to it this offseason as well. But uh, now it's time to do our CNS recap. So we had the Saturday, July 24th, TBK Bank serving our community uh, race this weekend. Super Late Models, Super Stocks, Pure Stocks, and the Figure 8s ran this weekend. I'll go ahead and uh, start us off this uh, segment, recap the super late models. So uh, looks like they didn't have a ton of cars out this weekend, like seven or eight cars. So kind of kind of bummer to see that one of our best series, or if not the best series that comes out to our track, doesn't have the car count right now. But people that do commit and come out every week, shout out to you guys. Super late models are awesome cars to watch, awesome drivers in that class. So keep coming out every week. But uh since they didn't have a ton of cars out so they did take the heats and only made one heat but our quick time winner was the 32 car brett yaki uh no surprise there he's always fast and then you had uh, the 16 of steve mills the 60 car of rick duckworth ray daniels the number 80 car and bruce yaki the number 12 the two round out your top five in qualifying and then like i said all of them raced into one dash it looks like there were seven total cars that made it out. 
And the Heat winner, of course, no surprise, Brett Yaki in the 32 car, followed by his dad, Bruce the Moose Yaki in the 12 car, uh, followed by Rick Smith, the 31, Nick Cooper of the 05C, and Ray Daniels, the number 80 car to finish out the top five. Uh, and then the feature win, once again, the race monitor didn't have this race result. So thank you, Mark Weeman Bremkamp, for sending me the uh, results for the feature win. But it looks like Brett Yaki, again, no surprise, uh, went on to win the super late model race. But I guess there was something that happened, a little bit of rough driving, and he had a two-position penalty after the race. So that uh, knocked him down two spots, and the win was given to the uh, 05C car of Nick Cooper. So congratulations, Nick, on your win, uh, regardless of how you get it. A win's a win. And then you had the 31 car of Rick Smith, and then Brett Yaki, the 32 in third, Bruce the Moose in fourth, the 12 car, and to round out the top five was the 16 car of Steve Mills. So that is your recap of the super late models. So uh, Brandon, go ahead and give us the super stocks uh, recap. Yeah, it sounds like, so the last time we were out there, um, whatever was in the air or the water is kind of maybe still out there with the aggressive beaten uh, yeah, fender. So sounds like it. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, get into the super stocks here. You had a bunch of cars come out, and uh, so that was good to see. Your quick time winner, uh, the number seven of David Robinson, who is a rookie, it's saying here from Johnstown. So uh, congrats to him on that. Getting the quick time, followed by the number 53 of David Noah, who's also a rookie. So some young, young up-and-comers coming in there and stealing the thunder, really. So third uh, of your, or your qualifying, excuse me, the number 99 junior, Ryan Rayleigh Jr., of Bennett, Colorado, Matthew Hill in the number 60 and fourth of Brighton, the number 21 of Chris Nelson. And sorry, buddy, race monitor doesn't say where you're from. But heat one winner uh, went to Jeremy Wall in the number 15 from Commerce City. Second place is the 11W of Scott Long from Lyman, Nebraska. That's a damn haul to CNS. So Ooh. shout out there. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Good job. Uh, yeah, third place, number 45E of Rebecca Simpson from Colorado Springs. Fourth, number 55 of Damian Lockhart. And to round out top five in the heat one, the 19M of Scott Miller. And then uh, we'll get into the fast dash. And I, uh, I do want to apologize to Cody here because I messaged him on Facebook and I was like, hey, man, I don't know if it's Milan or Millen. And maybe you two could correct me. But I just I, if I'm saying it wrong, I want to not say it wrong anymore because if I'm butchering it. But uh, unfortunately, he didn't get back to me as of yet. So I'm just going to say the number 32 of Cody. Uh, he's, he's got a bunch of cars. He races a bunch of cars. Um, and he's always got the teal numbers like, uh, Brett Yaki. So you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. But anyway. Oh yeah. 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 Fast dash went to Cody there from Fort Collins. And then uh, second place went to the number Oh four of Bill Simmons, the second of Pueblo. So he again, drove along a long way to get there. So good to see that third place, 23 of Jordan Abeda from Denver, fourth place, the 14 E of Eric Phelps from good old Cheyenne. And uh, rounding out your top five in the fast dash was the 99 junior of uh, Ryan Rayleigh Jr. from Bennett again. And then in your feature, the winner was the number 90 of Alex Rodriguez. And uh, I did want to say it looks like uh, the 30 lap feature went the whole distance. So shout out to them for. Dang, uh, dang. Yeah. That's good to see. Yeah. So no one uh, got the race didn't get cut short or whatever due to too many incidents. So uh, shout out to the Superstock guys and gals. Uh, number 90 of Alex Rodriguez, like I said, uh, took it home from Phoenix, Arizona. Now, I don't know if he traveled. I don't think I've ever uh, seen that name before. So if uh, you're by chance listening, hell yeah, that's a that's a drive. So 
uh, number 32 of Cody again, and I'm not going to butcher your last name from Fort Collins. He, he came second of the night. So good job there. Uh, third place went to the number 49 of Chris Cox from Keensburg. And fourth place, 99 junior, Ryan Rayleigh Jr. of Bennett. And rounding out your top five for the Superstocks feature was the Lyman, Nebraska native, 11W of Scott Long. So uh, congrats to the Superstocks. Sounded like a, a good night. And I'll uh, give it to Jordan here for the Pure Stocks and figure eights. Yeah. So same thing here. It looks like the Pro Stocks had quite a bit of cars out there. Uh, last race, if you guys remember uh, seeing those videos up online, they cut the race short because... Somebody ended up flipping on their lid or something like that. Ran over top of another car. Yeah. 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 So uh, start off this one for qualifying. You had the 38C of Colton Green from Arvada. The 33 of Alex. I can't. I'm going to totally. <laughs> Krivichev. That's I, pretty Krivichev, good. Something like that uh, from Wheat Ridge. He was your second place qualifier. Uh, the 23G of Michael Gallo from loveland was third uh the m60 of morris christener he's a rookie from elizabeth uh, and then you had the round out the top five qualifying you had the number 13 of I isaac slinker i'm totally butchering these <laughs> and they're giving us some tongue twisters read. in the pierce uh, i know you can read i'm struggling that's why i only made it past the fourth grade <laughs> <laughs> to uh go over your uh pro sock or pure sock dash your first one was uh Coming in fifth was uh, the number nine ER. So I want to say that's a niner. niner. No, I was going to say that's, <laughs> that's a, niner. a niner. That's a niner. I love that's, that. That's good. Darren Wainwright from Littleton. Hey, hey shout uh, out to Littleton boy. Littleton. Whoop, whoop. In the fourth place was uh, the number 02 of Chan Rayleigh. Number, and coming in third was the number nine of Cole Baker, who's a rookie. And then uh, second place was the number 20 of Tanner Fats. And he's from Windsor. And then coming in first for that dash was number four, or Brian Galvin Jr. from Byers. And for your fast dash, uh, coming in fifth was the 5C of Kyle Carrasco. He's a rookie from Hudson. Uh, the number 22, A.J. Hill from Brighton. And then third was the number 13 of Jason Holvey. And then the second place was the OH7, Aubrey Hilton from Brighton. And then the... Coming in first, uh, your winner is the number 34 of Ronald Johnson from Westminster. And then you had your feature. So uh, I'm going to go over the top five here. So you had number uh, coming in fifth was the 8A of Austin Richards. Uh, coming in fourth was the OH7, Aubrey Hilton. Third was the OH6, uh, Macrista Hilton. Must be sisters. Coming in second was the 34 of Ronald Johnson. And taking home your feature was the number 23G of Michael Gallo. And then for the figure eights, uh, Race Monitor didn't have this one up. So I'm not completely sure. I'll have to reach out to uh, the one of the Wall Brothers. And I was going to say, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to – I don't want to sound like complete here, but I'm going to probably go out on a limb and say it was one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's like three of them, every, so one of them got there. I don't know. It seems like every weekend it's just like, oh, it's either Jared or Jeremy. I mean, they're just like running away with the figure eight series this year. But, um, yeah, so sorry about that, guys. Race Monitor and CNS, their social media crew is a little behind the ball, so we couldn't get a recap for the figure eights this week. Well, I don't – does the figure – I guess do the figure eights have transponders in them? I would assume so. I, I would think I don't know. I've never. I think they do. Because oh, we've had them on the one of the episodes. I thought. Well, I thought. Yeah. 
because usually they have somebody from uh, that Big West Racing. I think usually it's Joe Starr or one of the CNS staffers uh, do that weekly race news update. And I think sometimes, most of the times, we get it from there. So I'm not sure. Uh, one of the Wall Brothers, you have to let us know if you run transponders in your cars and let us know. So that way we uh, know whether to look on Race Monitor or uh, wait for the race news from each week. So. Yeah, we'll be waiting a long time for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Race Monitor did that same thing with the Bandos a couple of weeks back. So Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, we're not perfect, but we're trying to, to give you the recaps. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. It sounds like a good turnout. I don't really, I don't know of anyone that went or whatever, but like I said, a lot of traveling. Holy crap. All those people traveling from Kansas or yeah. Nebraska and Arizona, for God's sake. So that's and, good and to the, see. And the car count, too. I mean, there's, yeah, exactly. there's a lot well, of cars out there. Yeah, well, it's good to see a lot of them pure stock guys that did get in an accident uh, a couple of weeks back. Uh, got mm -hmm. their cars all fixed up and, you know, was able to still make it each week. So I think uh, OH6, uh, I think Makistra, wasn't she the one where, like, going to the white flag that right before our feature yeah weeks yeah ago. the white car yep, yep yeah she uh ended up getting turned and hit the wall pretty hard and mm -hmm. when she was passing me when she got pulled off the track right there in front of staging her car was messed up pretty good so it's that's awesome to see that they worked hard yeah. and got that car back out there and, and excuse my brother it's macrista oh macrista sorry <laughs> i am so sorry <laughs> Oh, I was like, I don't know what it is. I'm gonna, I would butcher that as well. So I'm just gonna stay. <laughs> Makistra, I will yeah, just, come to you next time. The pure stocks run the same as the games, and I will apologize to you personally. If yeah, the, if Hilton, the Hilton sisters. That's there you go. There you there go. You. The Hilton sisters. <laughs> all right. So continuing on the CNS topic, I think we can all vouch here and say I am very excited to your look ahead this coming weekend. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we'll just get out of the way right now and say Jake's racing at the games. I am pumped for just Woo. for that. I mean, just for that uh, to get back to the racetrack as Heck we yeah. had a, a week off or whatever. But looking forward to that. So this Saturday, July thirty first, you have the Arca Menard Series West Colorado one fifty. Obviously, as advertised, you have the Arca cars going there for a, a hundred and fifty lap feature. The late models, games, and those crazy <laughs> trains. And damn those trains! Last time we were out there, that was the craziest. Like we said in the in the podcast last week, that was crazy. So that was so fun. So hopefully they got those uh, trains put back together that went all over the place and crashed and wrecked and whatever. But well, uh, all you got to do is go down to the junkyard, uh, half mile down exactly. the street, and just pick up another one and throw some uh, some roll cage in it, basically. Exactly. Ties and duct tape <laughs> so, 40 uh, up the uh, ball joints yeah exactly so <laughs> if you uh if you guys are not doing nothing this saturday and you're in the the denver colorado northern colorado area i guess come out it's gonna be a great time the arca for those of you who don't know is a nascar sanctioned series kind of the up-and-comers of the sport i wouldn't say a lot of them go to the next level as far as uh, a lot of them go to the trucks or maybe Xfinity or whatever, but some do all make it all the way from ARCA to the cup series. And if I'm not mistaken, probably have won championships. I don't even know who's started in ARCA and made it all the way up and all that good stuff. And I'll have that, those stats, but uh, it's going to be a good time. Like we just said, we're pumped to go out there and uh, support Jake and help Jake support CNS as a whole. And, um, I'm, I'm super excited. So with that, um, since there was not a whole lot of racing, well, I, I'll take that term lightly. There's, there was not a lot of racing this weekend due to the Olympics, like we said, except for local stuff. So we'll kind of just get into our, our free segment here and just kind of talk and uh, give our closing thoughts and, and updates we have because we got some uh, special news here personally and uh, some stuff that uh, Jake and Jordan are going to share. So we'll uh, get it, give the microphone to you, Jordan. 
Yeah, I mean, kind of bummer that the uh, big cars aren't racing for the next couple weeks, but totally understandable. Definitely gives us a chance to get a little bit more into the local stuff and give a little bit more highlight into the, you know, what's going on here. Uh, looking forward to this upcoming weekend, just like you said, the Arkham Menard series is going to be so much fun to watch. I remember going up to that track when I was a kid and watching those cars and even just watching them on TV. You know, you catch the highlights and everything the last few years when they've been out there and they always seem to put on a pretty good show. I mean, what was it? Uh, what, what was it last year that Haley Deegan won? It was when we were racing carts the first oh, year. Yeah, that's right. Nineteen two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't. Did then they? They, they ran us last year. That no. was the same night. Well, the, we... they ran last year. They just didn't have a big car count. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Okay. But two years ago, you know, they she made that sweet pass on the very last lap. Mm -hmm. So it, it, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, we have the same kind of excitement. And then we, you know, we have the late models, and then you got you know us running, and then the trains. So. Should be a good, really good weekend. Looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully the weather holds up. I saw the early forecast, boys, and don't, it was like don't. Mm -mm. I'm just don't, saying it. Mm -mm. I, I, you nope. know me. I'm always, I'm always the one where I say it and then it don't happen. Well, let's hope that comes true yeah. this weekend. So I'm trying to jinx myself here and be like, oh, it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. Don't even it. say the R word. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, got a little bit of work to do this week. Uh, helping you get up, get the car ready to go. Uh, we're going to try a couple of new things here, get you back on the fast track to getting up front. So I'm just excited. I'm excited for what we got coming up next in the next few weeks. And in, uh, especially on here, we've got some new fun things to talk about in the next few weeks coming up. So yeah, just uh, hopefully have a good week, get through the work week and uh, move on to the weekend. So Jake, what about you? Oh, same thing as what well, you guys just said, super excited about this weekend, not only for us racing and try and get myself better each week and try and uh get myself a, at least another top five I'd, I'd like to get up there and be in top five battle up there with those guys but uh, i'd like to get myself better that last race uh qualifying i i just didn't do have a good qualifying lap and uh, like we said on the podcast last week qualifying's an art i mean it's it's an art form and you know you, you go out there you run two quick laps and if you mess up one little thing it's it can cost you so my goal this weekend is not only to bring the car home like we uh, say every week uh, back on the trailer the way we pulled it off, but uh, I'd like to run a good qualifying lap and then be up there in the top five uh, for the end of the race because who knows what um, the schedule is going to be like for this weekend. I, I highly doubt we run a heat race. I think what we're going to probably end up doing, especially since it's a 150 lap for the ARCA cars, I think we'll probably just qualify and then go straight into the mains. So uh, it'll be interesting to see when the track finally comes out with that schedule, but I am super excited to see these Arca cars. It's been a long time since I've been out there to see the Arca cars, and they're always fun. I really hope uh, Eggleston gets in one of those cars this weekend. He usually always runs one when they come into town. So, Eggleston, if you're listening and uh, you're racing this weekend, good luck to you, buddy. I really hope you are getting in one of them cars. But uh, other than that, closing thought, I won't spoil anything. I'll leave that for Brandon and his little closing thoughts, but did have a uh, fun time with you this Friday going down Absolutely. to Peyton and uh, making that trip down for some exciting news and expanding SFR to a bigger scale and adding BHR to yeah, the we're, schedule yeah, in we 2022. Go. So um, one, ask, one other little quick thing uh, was some exciting news that Brad K officially came out and said he's going to drive for Roush Racing, another tongue twister yeah. there, and also be a co-owner and 
think what it was, he was going to be the uh, head of the board for the racing operations or whatever that title of his is going to be. And he's pretty much going to help run uh, the future of Roush Fenway racing. So good luck to him in the sixth car for next year. So uh, Brandon, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, touch on that. It's going to be weird to see Brad K in the sixth car because he's been the the two for so long but and it'll be interesting to see what sponsor he ends up getting in his yeah. paint schemes he usually has some pretty good paint yeah schemes he does too. i will say that um so yeah my closing thoughts before we get into the cool exciting stuff looking forward to the to getting over there at some point this week to fine-tune the car and get together with you guys always kind of a, a weekly ritual now it seems like and it's a blast so look forward to that and then oh, obviously yeah. yeah obviously getting to the track on saturday is just uh i look forward to it uh, the minute we leave the track, I'm already looking forward to the next time we're there. So going to be a great weekend. And uh, yeah, like you said, so uh, here's the news. Um, I just want to say thank you, Jake and, and Jordan and um, their dad, Chuck, for uh, helping me with this. But uh, sometimes in life, opportunities come and you just can't not say no. So uh, there was a uh, legend car, Kyle Morse's, Kyle Morse's uh, old legend car for sale that was actually sold. And I, I didn't jump on the opportunity at the at the time and then uh kind of came up again um and it wasn't posted for sale i had to actually physically ask brett rice down there in peyton uh if he had a car and sure enough he sent me a picture and it was kyle's uh, daughter's old car and i was like you know this is the second time it's kind of been in my face kind of like the carrot dangling in front of your face type of thing so i'm like you know what let's do it um it's always been a dream of mine i've always been saying that i want to get a legend car i want to get into this and go bigger scale, like, uh, more than the go-karts. And like again, you said to me earlier, it was just waving you in the face and you, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it was a sign. It exactly. Sign. It is. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that. And I, I don't know, it just happened the way it happened. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful for it. We have, you know, the whole winter and all that stuff to kind of get it ready and whatever, like the focus obviously is still hundred percent on the grand American modified and Jake and whatnot. And it was just one of those opportunities and it just came about and I, I jumped on it for the second time and uh, super pumped about it to finally get one like with I racing thing. If I'm in one every day virtually, but uh, it's, it's kind of cool to actually sit in one and have one sitting in the garage and um, shout out to my girlfriend for <laughs> letting me clear some space up in the garage, <laughs> put one in there, but it kind of, it kind of looks good in there that, uh, the actually the neighbors actually came over today and uh they're an older couple and he's like is that a 34 ford coupe and i was like you know your you're, car you're damn right you're damn right it is <laughs> so that was kind of cool but yeah super stoked so uh yeah smith family racing and brandon hall racing joining powers here and we're gonna have a hell of a, a team and a hell of a crew so hopefully we can get that sucker good to go for 2022 and and get out there and again can't thank you guys enough for listen to all these text messages and stuff like that. Saying, oh, <laughs> I do it? Should I, is it going to do? And yeah. So we pulled I, the trigger and Jake was nice enough to lend a, the, his truck and the trailer to go down and get it. And uh, I didn't get to bed till I think midnight on, on Friday. Cause it was a, a long drive, but well worth it. So it was very and, well worth it. Yeah. So uh, I did. And with, with me being out of town this weekend, I got maybe an hour uh, Saturday morning. I actually, <laughs> Yeah, you'll get a kick out of this. I, I, I woke up Saturday morning because we had to get ready to go up to Cheyenne. And I uh, was just in my shorts, you know, that I sleep in and went out there and literally sat in the car. <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask you, how many times have you sat in that car? Uh, that so that was the, the first time. Well, the second time, I guess, because we sat in it, obviously, when we bought it. But uh, I didn't even I walked right by the Keurig, didn't even start a cup of coffee, just went right into the race car and sat in it. And I was like, this is real. This is happening. So. <laughs> 
But uh, no, today I was actually uh, out there and I was just kind of looking at things and I actually was uh, texting or uh, messaging a couple of the legend drivers uh, asking what they do about the the pedal arrangements since I'm a little bit taller. And so getting that figured out and uh, but yeah, super excited. going to be a hell of a year next year and have a lot of fun together, I think. And uh, Jord, uh, Jord picked up a new spotting job and Chuck Smith Jr. picked up another car chief job. So it's just uh, all, all around good job. So um yeah, super pumped and uh, look look forward to this podcast as well this week talking about iRacing because it's something that we're all passionate about. So, uh, well, I do have to say real quick, since the title of this is "It's All Jacob's Fault," I will have <laughs> to say to both of you, you're welcome. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, the backstory on that, um, like Jordan, I said, it's always Jacob who kind of initiates this. Like, hey, we should race go karts. Hey, we should do uh, get into real, you know, bigger cars, whatever. So it's just this trend. And I'm like, damn it. And yeah, now that we're all around it every single week and every single weekend and always talking about it, like our group chat, that's all we're talking about is racing podcasts. That's great. So I blame him. That's why we titled it's all Jacob's fault. Um, <laughs> he's the reason I just went um, a little bit broker uh, this last weekend. So, yeah, um, but I will uh, give it to you, too. I don't know which one of you want to announce the next statement, news, uh, whatever, but I'll hand it off to one of you. Go ahead, Drew. I'll go ahead and I'll uh, I'll announce this. I will say this one thing though. You know, I, it all it is all Jake's fault, but you know, it's not his fault when I jump in his car and then I run a faster lap than him. Ooh. <laughs> you, you actually you actually got to have the uh, gall to actually get in the car and stay in the car. I know. So I, I got, I'll we'll have to tell that. I'll save that. Well, story Jordan, yeah, Jordan, wait till you uh, come over to the house and sit in this thing. You think his car's bad? <laughs> oh God, I'm not going to be able to breathe for three yeah. weeks. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, not a lot of room going on in there. But anyways, so we will. Uh, we're going to get into what we got coming up. So we do have some exciting news. Some of you may know this person, but we're going to have a special guest back on to the Scrub and Tires podcast for next week. Um, this person is a pretty well-known name and figure around uh, stock car racing at CNS for a long time, ever since it was dirt, running all the way up through the 90s, uh, raced against uh, guys like uh, Bruce Yaki and um, Ed Vecchirelli and Rick Corelli and all those guys. Jerry Robertson uh, competed against all these guys. Um, and he's, it was kind of funny. We were last week, we were talking with Joe Starr at the, uh, uh, at the trailer there. He came by and said, hello, it's good to see Joe Starr um, still there doing his thing. And, you know, he had a certain nickname for this person <laughs> and it was just really funny to hear because it's just stuck with him for so long and people pretty much know him by this nickname so we're going to have cheating chuck smith jr <laughs> on the podcast next week we're gonna Hell yeah we're gonna pick his brain a little bit um a lot of people yeah a lot of people remember our dad from uh racing back in the 90s he uh started off in the bombers uh back when it was dirt and then when they switched over to asphalt he did a little bit in the sportsman series and then he switched over to the gams which we're running now um so it'll be a lot of fun to kind of sit down with him he's got a lot of great stories about you know going to cns and then he also did a lot of traveling um racing back in the 90s he would you know he's went um I forget, it was a Slinger, the imc yeah. yeah he was uh he did the imca uh, national series uh, in the mid nineties. I think it was 94, 95, uh, 94 did the national series. So got to go to all the, all over, did Cedar Rapids, went to Slinger, bunch of different racetracks. So there's some pretty funny stories that he likes to tell about some of the travel issues that they ran into crabbing across <laughs> the States and whatnot. So hopefully we'll get into a little bit of that, but 
Uh, yes. So next week we're going to have our dad on Chuck Smith Jr. as our special guest. It'll be a lot of fun sitting down. Um, we'll make sure that he tells some of those, uh, behind the scenes stories, just to give it a little bit more <laughs> entertainment for you guys. So yeah, looking forward to that conversation. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah. Tell you, I mean, it's your dad and what a, what a legend. So, Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard it almost every story at least six, seven times already in my entire life. You know, you get him uh, a couple of beers in him and uh, <laughs> he, he tells some pretty good stories. There are some stories that I hope he tells, but I don't know. It, the whoa, one where whoa. he ended up at the nut house. Yeah, that's, that's exactly one. what I'm talking just about. Give people a little, a little preview. We're going to have him tell that story. Yes, definitely. That's the story oh, I was just thinking about. Uh, little That little story. I hope he does tell that. And we'll we'll make sure he tells that. But, you know, he's got great stories, I'm sure. Like like George said, against uh, Jerry Robertson, Bruce Yaki, you know, Ed Vecherelli. I mean, Ed, Ed Vetch, he still races out here to today. And you know, unfortunately, he's not racing the rest of this year, but, you know, he still has good stories, and, and I'm sure it'd be nice to maybe even get Ed Vecherelli and Dad on a, on the a same segment one of these days. But, um, yeah, it'll be nice to hear the stories that he has, and maybe he can uh, tell us why he's cheating Chuck Smith Jr. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. But, um, yeah, it'll be exciting to get our dad up on the uh, podcast next week. Yeah, for sure, and I'm, I'm super stoked about that. And, like I said, just – being around your race car and now with mine, um, obviously we haven't started on mine yet, but just the knowledge that your dad has about everything racing. I mean, setups to uh, the line that you're supposed to be driving. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. learning so much and like with iRacing, cause you see all that stuff and you, uh, you're like, I don't know what the hell this means, but I'm going to crank it up a few ticks or a couple inches or add a few pounds and see what happens. But he actually knows, you know, what that does and what that means. And, uh, it's kind of that old school approach. It's not all this, uh, technology bullshit and, um, computers and engineers. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, grit. And that's how he learned, you know, that one time he told us, he said, I just had books and books of how this works and how this works. And he just read and did it and applied it. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Um, I know that's a, one of those things that um, I'm going to be asking him a lot of uh, for the podcast next week, the episode is, you know, setups and like, how do you just know everything about everything? Like, how does that happen? But he uh, didn't get to 40 plus wins by just. Yeah, getting, exactly. You know? So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We definitely got to do our homework and, and get the questions going now so we can uh, be prepared for it. Cause not too often, you know, you get drivers like that and uh, stuff like that. So I, definitely know, I, be gotta, a, I gotta get my questions. Cause I mean, I know everything about my dad and what he said and all the stories, so I got to come up with some challenging questions for him. Yeah, we need some entertainment. Get these people what they want. And I would say if we could get a beer sponsorship for the podcast, it'd be great too to crack some cold ones over it. But Coors Light, let's go. <laughs> let's I think do it. We might, I think we might have to do our next podcast in the uh, in the garage in our uh, in our shop. Let's do it. Jake's we could. Shop. Yeah. We'll all just we'll all get together and we'll do it in one big one big spot. Yeah, I'm in for that. Well, I guess that'll do for this episode. Like I said, we didn't have a lot of racing uh, nationally to talk about, but uh, looking forward to this weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, like George said, like us, share us, tell your friends. Verbal word of mouth goes a long way because uh, people are like, what the hell? Who's this Scrubbing Tires podcast requesting to uh, for me to give them a like? But hey, give us a try. Uh, we, we hope you enjoy it like always. And uh, we put a lot of time and effort into this to make it a good podcast. And uh, again, thanks, Jake, Jordan. Can't appreciate you guys enough for uh, jumping on. And, and thanks again for helping me get my dream started with the legend car.
No, you're very welcome, man. And uh, for all you listeners out there, if you do make it out to the track and you want to meet us uh, in person, we will be there after the races are all over. I know yes. all the ARCA guys, they'll be stacked with everybody getting autographs, but come check us out, the white 89 gam. Come meet us, shake our hand, tell us how good we're doing or not good we're doing. You know, it's your opinion. <laughs> so if we're doing something that you don't like, tell us. If you, we are doing something good, let us know. Uh, it's always good to see our fans and people that are listening. So come come see us. Yep, and we're uh, we're growing too. So uh, again, thanks guys, and uh, we'll end it there. All right, thanks all. Have a good one. Door, quarter, clear, clear. All you, new leader. Checkers are out. Bring it home. Come on. Jacob, Jordan, and myself would like to say thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Scrub and Tires podcast. As always, you can find us on Facebook by searching at Scrub and Tires podcast. Again, that's at Scrub and Tires podcast.